1: Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? <laughs> Are you
0: ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast.
1: Woo! Hey, beloveds. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to Really Riley. Appreciate you coming back and around to my little corner of the world. This is the space where I like to keep it real, very raw. As you heard in that intro, sometimes I like for you guys to be like, really, girl? Or... Hopefully I helped you through some things. Maybe I made you laugh. Maybe made you cry. Or maybe you just roll your eyes at me because I'm sure that happens a lot too. So I have a very special guest in the studio with me today. It's my future husband in how many days is this now? Eight, Eight days? Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> like, I, okay. A long time ago, I think you guys have heard me talk about this in the podcast before that Marshall, for like, I think our second Valentine's Day after we got engaged, got me this cute little like, oh, in this many days, we're going to be Mr. and Mrs. or happily forever. Ever. It was cute at first. Now, when we're down, not even double digits anymore, it's like, no, God, it's like a ghost looming over me because I have had several, and by several, I mean, I can't really count on one hand anymore, bridal meltdowns.
0: Kind of like your intro.
1: What? Really, Riley?
0: One that make you laugh, make you cry. All that. <laughs>
1: yes, you're right. I've had some that have made me like laugh, cry. Insanity has ensued. So, like, what I wanted to talk to you guys about this um, po- on this podcast is like the meltdowns, obviously, because we're going to make fun of me. And two, like what I would have wanted to do differently in terms of planning. Because as we were putting the boys down to bed, Marshall and I were actually just talking about how stressful of a process this has been. You're like, I wish it wasn't. And that kind of made me sad.
0: Well, just everything, it's every little detail. It just.
1: I mean, we kind of did everything backward, as they say, and hunched in a lot of shit within it because I always tell you guys about how we're never still. And this year was no exception because we sold a house, bought and built a house, had a baby, planned a wedding through a pandemic, you know, shifted careers in terms of like I, you know, our show became your morning show versus the Kane show and, you know, obviously of very big mentor of mine passed away so it's it's been a year it's been a year and i think if there was one piece of advice that i would give you to start this podcast off with you're gonna laugh at this one babe do not sweat the minutiae <laughs> don't stop i knew he was gonna be like yeah okay hi i'm riley have we met yeah i, I feel know. like that's the only thing that that <laughs> is the only thing i sweat do you think that that's weird that i've sweated things that you didn't think i was gonna sweat yeah but like what
0: I don't know, like all the details Katie brings up that...
1: Katie um, is our fantabulous wedding planner, Rose Gold Events. You need her if you are planning a wedding. She's literally saved my hair from being ripped out and Marshall from being murdered a few times. What?
0: Like today too.
1: (sighs) Yeah. I mean, even today. Like, (sighs) I feel like I didn't think I was going to stress over certain things, but at the end of it, I did... Stress over them. Like another piece of advice I would tell you is that like certain things that you didn't think that you were going to stress about, you will. A hundred percent. Like I didn't think I was going to care about flowers. I didn't think it was a big thing. Literally had an email chain over Marshall's boutonniere. One flower. One flower. Had an email chain over this. But to be fair, you're a very simplistic, sleek dresser and we would like your wedding attire to be as such. And I didn't want prom on your chest for my wedding. So sue me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's like, like, oh God, is she going to have another like, meltdown?
0: A lot of the people that we have, I feel like we have like a good overall team. I mean, Katie's awesome, but like a good overall team of like the DJ and the photographer and people that just now. Know, well, yeah, but people like that know what they're doing. So it's kind of like, Jesus, take the wheel. Like, I don't want to think about it. Well, now. I just want to ride out the next, like, however many days it's like in my tux, and that's that.
1: I see. This is Marshall's mo with most things. He always gives me the babe. It'll be fine, and I always retort with, "It's fine because I make it fine." So, for no, sake of
0: what? You gotta take a step back sometimes. What you mean? Like, like the meltdown today. Okay, so the meltdown
1: today we had was over getting the floral wall into the reception venue. The floral wall that my major, my majorly sexy ass fiance put together with his best man and his groomsmen. For me to have this beautiful photo backdrop moment. But the problem with this sucker is it is freaking eight feet tall. It will only fit in his Durango. My amazing wedding planner can't fit it in her car. So we have to figure out a way to get it over to the venue. And they weren't going to let us in. But an hour and a half earlier than Marshall had to take photos. Ah, See, like even me saying it now, I'm just like, Uh, but it worked out. It did. Marshall does have a very big way of just working shit out. But you have to give me that I work shit out my way. Like I have a big problem with control. I've realized this. I have come don't 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 <laughs> a <laughs> I have a big problem with control, yeah, I'll admit it. I-
0: professional booth.
1: Yes, it is on really really Little Shit. We're not married yet. <laughs> Love you. But so for shits and giggles I say we go down my list of what do you say? Top five bridal meltdown moments. Today was mild as hell. Today was mild as hell. Um, what do you think my number five? So not the number one, but the number five bridal meltdown moment was.
0: I don't know if I could like classify them into like one, two, three, four, five. Okay,
1: so let's just go to five because you're right. There, they've all been pretty explosive.
0: I think it's it's just been a conglomerate of. All
1: right, well, give me the one that had you the most scared. <laughs> There's a couple.
0: Probably the venue at first.
1: Okay, so I have to go into what happened with the venue. You guys have already heard us talk about it on the air. Originally, we had rented out Vintage where we're having our reception when it was a restaurant. Gorgeous place. We were supposed to go there on our first date, but they were closed. We went there for our first Valentine's Day. We walked around the Main Street downtown for our first date. Very, 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 very special for us. Like I was a psycho, and when we walked in our first Valentine's Day, we'd be dating maybe a month. I was like, I'm getting married here, so it had to be there. (sighs) <sighs> to keep it simple for this podcast they switched owners last march or march of 2019 right yeah march of 2019 no, no it was yes because we were supposed to get married 2020 so in march whatever it was Mar- march of
0: 2020
1: okay they had a long time that they were switching owners they had dropped all of their other events and and pretty much only kept ours <laughs> They tried to make us feel like we were special for that when the time came around to really start planning this because we postponed our wedding that was originally November of 2020, 2020 because I had a baby and the pandemic. So when we talked to them in March, they tried to, like, tack on a bunch of money and say, well, it's not a restaurant anymore. It's an event space. blah, 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 blah. It was a bunch of hoo-ha. It was a bunch of crap. And honestly, like, I'm not... In this podcast, we might save this one for a little little later. going to sit here and trash everybody. I'm not trying to do that, but these are the snafus that can and maybe will happen for your wedding. So I literally, I was pregnant or I had just had Malin when we spoke to them. I just had Malin. He was a couple of weeks old, I think. So postpartum gives me a pass a little bit on that one. (laughs) You should see my face right now. I'm stretching my Botox. Uh, It does. Yeah. I mean, because my whole thing is that that was a big one. It couldn't have been anywhere else. I would not have been happy with it anywhere else. So we also had six months to try and plan something. So I was ripping my hair out. Again, Katie to the rescue, and she, you know, got it figured out. We got our menus figured out, did the tasting. Okay. What would you say my another bridal meltdown was that you did not love? (laughs) I'm choosing my words wisely right now.
0: Dress. Dress.
1: Okay, I think this is number one, but we'll go ahead with it since you
0: named it. I'm not, I'm just. Which one? Which I'm time? I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not. <laughs> this is the I order. think this was
1: number one. So there was two times that I melted down over this one. So the first time, I had my dress specifically made for me, to my body, picked it out out of. I'm <clears throat> not gonna go into it because Marshall hasn't seen it yet, doesn't know anything about it. But picked it out out of basically three or four different designs, and it was supposed to be a vision. Well, <clears throat> First time I ever tried it on in its entirety and not a bunch of other dresses and pieces on me, I was like six or seven or eight weeks pregnant. And I think I either just found out or didn't know it yet and had a complete meltdown. This wasn't right. That wasn't right. That wasn't right. (laughs) And then give me this. I get on the phone with the owner of the salon, and he's like, oh, I have dressed everyone, including Helen Mirren and Kata Holmes, so there couldn't be any possible reason why you don't like this dress. And oh, my mother blanking God, I i was pregnant too, so like, I think that meltdown was less, that was more tears than anger. But then I tried on the dress again after I had the baby, and I was like, okay, I like you. I might like you, because they fixed a few things, they judged it up, but then when I went for what was supposed to be my final fitting, postpartum tits happened and I wasn't happy with it. I wasn't happy with it. And literally I think this was the biggest anxiety attack, screaming moment that you've ever seen me do. I think, right? (laughs) Are you afraid to answer? Are you trying to think of another one?
0: Well, I, I think I have the next one lined up.
1: Oh, you have the next hissy fit lined up? he's already thinking of him in his head just ladies and gentlemen i am not the only bride to have these meltdowns go ahead what's the next meltdown dj okay yep so i have to be very i have to pick my words wisely with this because i know this is going to sound like i'm being a complete bitchy ass bride zealot and perhaps i am with this one i might give you this one unless you want to be a sweet fiance and back me up because i think you agreed So we originally had a DJ that was his cousin's DJ, amazing, did an incredible job inside. Now I work in radio. So the music is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? There's going to, there's some, you're a former DJ. There's former DJs that are going to be there. Some very important people in my life are going to be there, including my family and all this. And the music is everything for the event. So when we originally revamped our wedding date, our original wedding DJ said, okay, well, I can't be there, but I'll hand you somebody else. We didn't talk to said somebody else until about a month ago. And when we did talk to him, he was just very laissez-faire about it. He, honestly, I don't think he would have been great in terms of being a master of ceremonies for our wedding. I'm going to be totally real. I feel like picking a DJ is like, you know, picking somebody that's making the night flow. And his presentation of himself just wasn't it. Am I wrong?
0: No, I mean, like. I don't think it was so much that this could be agreed on the decision. It was like the after of like, oh, my God, we're never going to find anybody. You know, like, I'm OK, just, so everything works out.
1: You're making me look like an asshole. You agreed with me, though, that this guy oh, wasn't yeah. it. Yeah. No. You're trying to make it seem like it was just me. No, no. We got off the phone and we were both were like, <gasps> um, because it was like we what our current. Thank you, Tommy Gats Entertainment. You came in and pinched it. But what our current DJ did for us in the way of preparation and going down oh, the yeah. whole event and making it comfortable for us to pr- to try. Because we didn't know this dude from Adam. We didn't know anything about him. And when I talked to our original DJ, who is his boss, it was like, oh, well, yeah, he's fine. Nobody's ever complained about him before, so I don't see how you could. And I hate that. When you have a complaint with somebody and you're paying them, and they basically make you feel like an idiot because you're not comfortable with what you're getting,
0: yeah, I mean, well, it's a customer service aspect. Of who there was really nothing that was that was said to try to like reconcile. The yeah, situation it was just
1: basically like, oh, well, I'm sorry you feel this way, but this is what it is, and I'm going to keep your deposit, which he did, which is fine. I get that. That's policy, and I can't be crazy to expect that I deserve that back. But people warned me about this one, and now I know why. But I did freak out and think, oh, my God, we're never going to figure this out. But, babe, this goes back to my whole thing of it's fine because I make it fine. Because I went out and found that and got it together. And it was for me, the freak outs became, oh, my God, this is another fucking thing going wrong. Like from jump, it felt like there was just shit going wrong. I even asked Katie, my wonderful wedding planner, I said, does everybody have this much drama around their wedding? And she's like, she, I love the way she puts this. Well, uh, you have had your challenges, but it's going to be beautiful. <sighs> I mean, should we go into more? Do you have another one off the top of your head of meltdowns that I've gone over? He's got
0: to think about it. Okay. so not while like, y- Not like big ones, just little details that like to me don't matter. So like I don't really stress them.
1: I'm twitching. Like what? <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, just, like, the flow of of everything, you know? Like, I I trust that, like, if we're hiring professionals that, like, they'll direct us in the right way to make okay. stuff go. So it's, like, in my mind, if, like, if there's something that goes wrong, it's, like...
1: Bridezilla rearing her ugly head right now. Like, I'm not the person that looks at your shirt right now and says, oh, it's just Odie Green. I want Odie Green. No. I want sage with a hint of mint and a little bit of vanilla mix in that coloring. That's how I move. This is how I deal with things. So it's good that you and I are yin and yang, that you're pretty laid back about shit, but that ain't how I deal. That ain't how I tick. And you know this, because I've been the same since jump. So I guess in the terms of, if I was to give bridal advice for you, brides or grooms, to keep your partner, whether it's a groom or a bride or a bride or a bride, whatever, it. It's to remember why you love them in those moments because I know <laughs> that I've tested Marshall's br- groom patience more times than I can, like, I, it really did make me sad to hear you say that, that this process was more stressful than you would have wished. Now, is that because I'm a psycho or is that because you didn't think it was going to be this stressful?
0: Well, I think just a combination of all the stuff I never thought about and then it's like, the times that we would have to, like, decompress and just, like, relax, it's, like, in the morning. It's, like, wedding stuff. And then, like, get home, and it's, like, wedding stuff. So it's just, like...
1: Mm-hmm. We're planning a wedding, and we have, like, I... Yeah, but
0: yeah, I didn't think it's like, every day.
1: Uh, well, I mean, that's what it is in the last couple of months, and that's just... I honestly don't know how people do it without a Katie, like, our wedding planner, because I would have I quit. But here's the thing. I do think that I should have not strangled things as much as I have. I do need to trust and believe and manifest it because y'all know I'm about that, that it's going to be beautiful no matter what. Like even the dress, everybody's been into this saga on Instagram about my dress and I've done a couple podcasts about it. I do hope and pray because a lot of brides are telling me that on that day, you're going to slip it on and with the hair and the makeup and the veil, it's just magically going to be beautiful. And I'm going to feel that feeling I haven't felt yet. You might even cry. I doubt it, though. I'm, like, holding that over his head. He's not going to cry. He didn't cry when Malin was born. I'm not going to get those tears. It's not going to happen. What? What's funny? What's funny? It's not going to happen. I know. It's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) I mean, I, I honestly think that I've been extra in planning this And everything so far has worked out. But I will honestly say, babe, because you're always like, oh, trust the professionals, trust the professionals. But if I'm being really real in this really uh, Riley podcast, you kind of can't sometimes. You have to go in and you can't always just take what they say at first value because they think they know they're the experts. No, you're paying for it and you know what what you want. So sometimes just because somebody wants to walk in with their machismo attitude and I've been doing this for 50 years, well, I don't give a shit. You haven't been doing this wedding for 50 years. You gotta give me that though. Like if you are more on the Riley side of things versus the laid back Marshall side of things, you have to fight for what you want. Yeah. Otherwise you won't get it. I mean,
0: you gotta explain your vision and what you want. But like, I just look at it as like, it's gonna work out. It's gonna be fine. Oh my
1: God, like ladies, tell me this doesn't drive you mad when your man does this. That when he says to you, it's gonna be fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's gonna be fine.
0: When I say that, it doesn't mean, like, don't take action and, you know. What whatever. do I say to that? Like, if you make things more stressful, it just adds stress to you. But
1: fine is never fine for me. I don't want fine. I want fantastic. I hate the word fine. Is fine ever used in the context that it's supposed to be? Not really.
0: I don't know. It's just.
1: It's not fine. I want fantastic. See, I even listening to this, I'm going to listen back to this in 20 years and be like, damn, you are a bitch. But. I think sometimes you have to be forceful and be that way to get what you want. Because I know a lot of brides, a lot of family members, that their wedding was nowhere near what they wanted the day of because they were super blasé and passive about it. They didn't get the music they wanted. Riley going to get the music she wanted. They didn't have this, that, and the third. Like, I will say that I, even more so now, cherish The good times that we had in this wedding planning, like I didn't think I was going to give shit about the cake. That was your arena. But I honestly think that was one of the most fun things that we did Mm -hmm. planning this wedding was the cake tasting. Because it was just like we were prepping for the wedding like we're on diets and whatever. And it was like we're going to stuff our faces.
0: It was like that. And then uh,
1: that was the chillest I have been in this whole department of wedding planning.
0: Testing all the food and stuff like that. The food tasting was great, too. if if we were eating, it was cool. Uh, (laughs) That was... I
1: mean, going to the venue the first time was great. Before all the drama happened, that was awesome. Like, the day that we found the church was great. Because even though it didn't start off the greatest day, I remember it was raining. And we'd gone to the church that I thought I just had to have. And we walked in there. It was beautiful, but... All the bells and whistles we had to do in order to just get married there just seemed so much for us as people, for who we are from like a religious standpoint and what we wanted to do with the church going forward. And then when we walked into our church, it was like they were so welcoming. It was the end of their service and they were just like, yeah, come in, hang out with us. And they were so great, even though it's got teal carpet. That's another. There was another one. That was another Mm. meltdown I had. But. There, there were a few shining moments of this wedding planning process, and I'm really praying that, like, day of, I can stop and breathe it all in. Okay.
0: I think there's a there's a fine line between getting exactly what you want and making yourself so stressed you can't enjoy it if you get it.
1: I do this thing when I look at Marshall when he said something I don't particularly love, but I know he's right. I do, like, I can't really stretch my face very much, hence the Botox, so I squint my left eye. I just squinted my left eye. You're right. I mean, I love that you handle my neuroses. It's been a very big test run into what our marriage will be. Hopefully I'll calm down. Probably not. And I know this day is going to be incredibly, incredibly, incredibly special. I don't like it when people tell me, oh, well, it's going to be great because you're man and wife at the end of the day. I'm like, mm mm-hmm, we could have gone to City Hall for $75 for that. Uh, but I'm looking forward to a lot of very special moments that I will remember forever because I always joke with Marshall. I'm like, these are the moments that we're old and gray and we have to wipe each other's ass that we're supposed to remember of why we like and loved each other. So I do regret in the planning of this not remembering that.
0: Well, yeah, but, you know, I look at it, too, with, like, the current times, like, we're fortunate that we're able to, like, do that. Yeah, I mean, given with COVID, giving financially, all of those blessings, you're right. I I need
1: to go back to my crystals and um, and get it together because all of the things that I believe with my whole heart that I manifested into life and that are going to be brought together in this beautiful moment of us saying, I do— I kind of lost sight of that a little bit. That would honestly be another thing I would advise. And it sounds all very self-help what I'm saying right now, but it's true. But honestly, though, Marshall, sometimes I like hearing the stories of the shit that went wrong. Because you think, or at least I think, growing up with this Cinderella story, you think it's all supposed to be beautiful, magical glitters and rainbows and diamonds, and it ain't.
0: That's life in general.
1: I know. But you think, as a little girl or a little guy or whoever you are getting married, that... It's supposed to be this one way, and everything is supposed to be dreamy. You're supposed to put on the dress and gasp, and it's like, say yes to the dress, and you start crying, and everything's perfect. And no, it ain't like that. At least for me, it wasn't. And I think that's okay.
0: Well, I think that's a lot of big moments in life, really. That's you know? true. You're
1: right. And people you don't ever, like to hear that. It's well, like, that's like it, it's, 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 it sometimes can be a little bit of a letdown, these big, blown up moments. Yeah,
0: because it, it passes by, and that's why they always say, like, the destination is a journey why you have to like enjoy what you're doing because that's actually what makes you it's like it's like the show it was like you did like nine months of hell for like a couple hours your fitness gone. competition yeah. is what you're talking or about Or like you know you even here like like tom brady you know like he's got like six rings se- seven rings so it's like that's what he says it's like it's like you think it'd be like this huge big thing but sort of like that moment, and it's gone, and you're you're back off.
1: Well, don't tell me that right now. No, but this I- is why we'll plan another one in five years. <laughs> his eyes just rolled so far back in his head. Actually, no. I used to joke and say that, that I would want to plan, like, three vow renewals. Fuck that. We'll go on a nice vacation. Uh-uh. Not after this. No, ma'am. I'm good. I'm good, good, good. I'd f- I, I always say to you, if it's not you, it's nothing in terms of love. I really mean that now. <laughs> like, you are stuck with me after all this bullshit. But seriously, guys, like I know I haven't done the best job of it. So it seems hypocritical to say that after all of the stress I've put on myself on my fiance, on my family. But it it's, it's especially not worth it to put your relationship in ships uh, in strain for this day. I'm not going to lie and say it's not important to me. It's not the utmost special day. And I have put a lot of pressure on it. I would just definitely say take a breath, and I'm the worst at it, so we'll breathe together, my friends.
0: Just remember, it's going to be fine.
1: I'm going to kill you (laughs) if you say that to me one more time. Is this what marriage is like? Is this what's happening? Ugh, I love you. Stop telling me it's fine. You guys, thank you so much for listening to Really Riley. I appreciate you guys stopping around my little corner of the world to hear me vent and to exercise all the demons of my crazy. Um, I want to hear your guys' crazy stories so I don't feel so alone. As always, I end this here podcast with hit me up on social. DMs are always open, except for maybe on my honeymoon. Might be closing those off for a couple of days in, how many days is it? Eight? Oh, oh my God. Um, at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Facebook and Instagram. Twitter's Riley Couture 5 because some dumb shit stole my Twitter while I was giving birth. Um, Riley Couture 7 is TikTok. And then out Radio Recon is uh, Snapchat. Love you guys longest. I will talk to you on Friday with the Fave Five. It's really Riley.